Hello again. Uh, welcome back to Peak Speaks podcast, run by SFU's independent student newspaper, The Peak, in collaboration with CJSF 90.1 FM Burnaby. My name is Melissa Campos. I'm the multimedia editor at The Peak, and I am also a fifth year IAT and English student. Hi, I'm Nicole. Um... I'm the opinions editor at The Peak, and I'm a fourth-year sociology major and a world lit minor. All right, awesome. Well, that lovely background noise you hear in the background is SFU Construction. It's been making a nice um, guest appearance on all our other podcasts. And in all of our classes. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, we apologize for that in advance, but um, hopefully it doesn't bug you too much. As much as it's bugging us right now. <laughs> oh, boy. All right, cool. So um, today we are talking about Pride. Uh, as you may or may not have heard, June is Pride Month. It has been Pride Month since uh, 19, 1969. And it became, uh, Pride Month became a thing to commemorate the Stonewall riots, um, which happened in June of 1969. And that was basically when the police came and uh, invaded this popular gay bar in the Greenwich Village section of New York, New York City, and a lot of people were injured. Prior to that, the Stonewall riots were actually the boiling point. Because before before that point in history, um, the police were going into these bars and just cracking skulls to their heart's content. But at, at the Stonewall Inn um, is where the patrons there finally took a stand and said no more. And um, yeah, that's, that's where all of this came from. Yeah, so that's where this kind of stems from. And uh, Pride Month, has it been a thing ever since? Do you know? or has, I'm it... not sure if it's been like a continuous thing. Yeah, I, I don't think it has. But, um... but that's where the, the start of the civil rights for... LGBTQ, for LGBTQ yeah. started? Yeah. Uh, that's kind of where it started from. And uh, basically, throughout Pride Month, there are a bunch of events, um, LGBTQ-themed events, uh, a lot of gay colors, a lot of uh, corporate uh, branding around mm-hmm. LGBTQ people. And uh, we'll be getting to that a little bit later. But we wanted to kind of talk a little bit about what this event is because, obviously, I think everybody's heard about Pride. Yeah, right? I think Pride as a concept is pretty well known mm-hmm. um, because we have Pride parades every year in all, all over the world. Um, and I mean, who could miss those? Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> uh, I, you know what? I'm actually excited. This year is going to be my first Pride parade. Ooh. Yeah, I've never been. Would, would you believe it? Like, I, I don't know. I'm like one of the gayest people you've met and I've <laughs> never been to Pride. <laughs> I've only ever been to one. Oh yeah. Yeah, that was several years ago. Um but uh, yeah, ever since ever since that one time, I've always been working on on the Pride Parade day. Mm. Yeah. Which, you know, I can't stand because I want to go out there and like have fun with everybody, but my wife and I, we keep saying, you know, this is going to be the year. We're going to go down to Pride together. And last year we almost went, but we kind of got hit with that case of the lazies. Oh, and we didn't man. want to drive down and deal with like all the crowds downtown, so oh, we ended it's up. Brutal. Oh, it's brutal. The crowds is it's insane. Like I, again, I've never been, but 
I have friends and stuff who have been, and it's just, it gets crazy down it there. It does. It gets yeah. really crazy. Like, leaving once the parade has gone, you're stuck downtown for, like, yeah. just make sure you've got a good pair of, a good, a good comfortable pair of your, your high-heeled stilettos, because <laughs> you're going to be standing for a while. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Um, not to confuse anybody, Pride pro- or the Pride Parade, the Pride Festival, is not actually happening in June. It mm. happens usually end of July, early August, um, for about a week or so. I think that's when it's celebrated. Pride Festival, not the Pride Parade, mm-hmm. sorry. Pride mm-hmm. Festival is celebrated for about a week. That does not happen in Pride Month. No. So just to clear up any confusion around that. But so we basically get a Pride Summer. Yeah, pretty much. That's, oh, that's great. You know what? I never nice. thought about that. That's, that's we pretty get a, awesome. We get a Pride Month, and it just gets stretched all the way until September. <laughs> I mean, to me, every day of the year is Pride Month. Well, so. there's that too, right? Yeah. <laughs> but it's nice to see all the colors and, you know. All the people who come out and support it. Absolutely. That's the big thing. I think Pride is just mainly about showing your support, mm-hmm. right? Or that's what it should be about. Yeah. We will get to that. <laughs> oh, boy. But, uh, but yeah, I think it started out as a way to kind of be progressive and show support for LGBTQ people mm-hmm. and show inclus- inclusivity. And just to show that, that LGBTQ lives matter. Absolutely. To, to borrow that phrase. Mm-hmm. So um, that's basically what Pride is all about. So we'll talk a little bit about why Pride is sort of beneficial uh, one of the reasons being, as we kind of touched on, it's inclusivity. Um, mm-hmm. It's showing progress. But it also, like, provides for anybody who isn't part of the LGBTQ community, they might not understand kind of how this makes us fe- feel. Mm-hmm. I mean, at least uh, from my perspective, going downtown and seeing all these LGBTQ people or all these people in support of LGBTQ people mm-hmm. that you don't typically see on every other day, you don't really think about it, It it is beneficial. It does kind of lift your spirits a little bit and make you and remind you that there is a community that does accept you, that's like you. And to anybody who is not out or has not come out, it kind of reminds you that there are a ton of people like you. Yeah, I agree. Like, it, it's it's really important to have that show of solidarity within the community and solidarity coming from outside of the community. Because when, when you're growing up as an LGBTQ plus individual, you might not have those kind of supports around you. You might not actually know how to, to deal with the things that you're feeling inside because so much of our, our discourse around sexuality and around relationships is heteronormative. Mm-hmm. And it makes it really difficult to navigate that kind of, that kind of sea. So having a large show of support kind of gives you that feeling that you're not alone. As Absolutely. You said. You're not alone. You're not dealing with this alone. And there are a lot of other people like you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. What Very well put. <laughs> That's what I was trying to get at, but you uh, <laughs> said it a lot better Sorry, than I could. I didn't mean to take words no, 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 please, please do. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's that's absolutely it. I mean, I remember coming out of high school, and I wasn't out until first year university. I think mm. that's when I started to kind of started to tell people, mm. and then you know, second year in university, third year university, I was I was completely out. But I think part of the reason why I was so able to come out to my friends and all that is because I did see 
um, festivals and events celebrating LGBTQ people like Pride. I mm-hmm. did see that. That was a huge thing when I was in, in university. Mm-hmm. And to be able to participate in that and see how celebrated of a community you are, it kind of helps you break out of that shell and realize, okay, you know what? I've been kind of struggling to keep this to myself my whole life. But there are a bunch of people who are celebrating this and coming together. And it's just, it's a beautiful thing in my eyes. Does it go too far a little bit sometimes? Uh, yeah, it might. I mean, <laughs> there, there, are, there are issues with um, putting sexuality so, so forefront um, into one's identity, I feel. Um, it just it opens the door for a lot of the negativity that, that we do get within the community. I mean, that said, I think everyone should be proud of who they are and, and who they love. Yeah, absolutely. Completely agree. But with all these benefits, these positives mm-hmm. of pride and what it stands for and, and its inclusivity, there are some negatives that are associated with pride. And I've seen the, these kind of emerge in the past couple years. Not, I haven't seen all this kind of branding happening. Maybe mm-hmm. I've just been out of the loop. But I know that lately um, pride has become a lot more commercialized. It has. I went to the mall, and to be honest, I kind of I knew happen, Pride happened every year. <laughs> I didn't know it was in June until this year. This year, I figured out. I'm like, oh, okay, it happens every year in June. <laughs> Duh. Okay, <laughs> but I just figured that out. But the reason I kind of even knew it was Pride because I didn't know it happened in June. I know it's Pride when the pride flags come out mm-hmm. over the over storefronts. Mm-hmm. I'm at the mall. They have a bunch of new pride-themed merchandise. Everything is rainbow. Everything is rainbow. And don't get me wrong. I love the colors, and I love the designs. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is awesome. But the other day I was in the mall with my girlfriend, and I was like, oh, my gosh, these, these things are so cute. I want them. And I, I really wanted them because they they were gay right like I was like oh yeah you know this is this looks so cute this is great it's rainbow it's colorful but she brought up a good point she's like don't don't spend money on that because they're taking pride and they're using it as a way to make money and Mm -hmm. that's not what it's about Mm -hmm. so what do you think about this whole commercialization of pride oh I have so many thoughts (laughs) I have so many thoughts as as someone in the queer community and as someone who studies sociology I find the capitalization of pride to be really cynical on the behalf of corporations. And the reason why you're seeing it so much now is because it did take a few companies to take that leap, to Mm -hmm. test the waters, to see if this was a good marketing choice. I think Oreo was one of the first companies to do it a couple years ago. Okay. Yeah, they they put out like a rainbow ad and they received a lot of backlash, obviously, from the usual suspects, but they received a lot more support from everyone else. So they took a gamble on, on this marketing ploy just to see how many people, how many of their customers would respond positively to it. And a lot of people did. So now you're seeing a lot of other corporations also jumping on this, you know, showing their pride colors, so to speak, and hoping to capitalize on this progressive visibility of pride and LGBTQ people. But as you mentioned, there are a couple issues with this. I mean, it's not, I don't want to, I don't want to, what's the word? I don't want to assume like where this is coming from, but obviously it does have a very big market origin. They wouldn't do this if they didn't feel that it wouldn't make them money. Like it's Mm. not something that they just decided to do out of the love and goodness of their hearts. I don't believe that much in capitalism. 
Um, but the other big problem with this is it relies on this kind of notion of homonormativity, which is very tied to your spending power. So how much money you have to spend and how much you can access the capitalist market. So it's creating an ideal body, an ideal queer body, someone who can afford to buy all these high-end brands, right? And then it leaves out the marginalized people within the queer community outside of this. So outside of this like white, now homonormative, middle class with a lot of disposable income kind of group, right? Mm -hmm. So there's issues with it. I think I'm with your girlfriend on this, that I also wouldn't really want to support this kind of cynical cash grab on, this, on the behalf of corporations. But those are just my thoughts. I should also clarify that um, the idea of homonormativity is not mine. Mm. I am a huge fan of Jasbir Poir, who wrote about this in her book, Terrorist Assemblages. So homonationalism, homo I should say, is the idea of um, assuming an idealized, uh, typically white, middle-class, um, homonormative body into the capitalist structure of the nation. So you prove your nationality through capitalist spending, and that's what these corporations are capitalizing on now, is they're pulling in this kind of white, middle-class, homonormative body that has the disposable income, presumably because they don't have children, which is problematic in its own right, mm -hmm. um, but that's that's where that comes from. And they're basically sanctioning them as full citizens within the nation because of their spending power. So they're removing that stigma that came from, you know, the pre-Stonewall and, you know, around that era, mm -hmm. uh, the stigma of being a queer individual. And they're saying, you know, we accept you now because you can pay for our stuff. Mm. That's that's the cynicism yeah. that's surrounding this, and that's the idea that Jasbir Puar brings to the table um, around this issue in wow, pride is, and corporate cynicism. Yeah, that is super problematic. <laughs> it is so problematic. Um, so again, the book is called Terrorist Assemblages, Homonationalism in Queer Times. I highly recommend anybody who's interested in these issues to take a look at that because it's a phenomenal book. Mm -hmm. It's definitely, uh, it's changed the way I look at things like this. Yeah, I might have to check it out. That sounds really, really interesting. Mm. And to anybody who kind of on the flip side says, oh, you know what? It's actually good that these companies are, they're showing their support. Like, how else is a company supposed to show their support? I guess they put out products. But I'm sorry, but you can show your support in different ways. Right. For example, uh featuring lgbtq people in advertising or exactly anything. like that's that's a way you can show your support mm -hmm. but not have to capitalize on mm -hmm. selling pride themed things it's virtue like, signaling that's what it is yeah. it's virtue signaling uh, yeah absolutely like, look at us look how progressive we are we're so progressive you need to come and buy our stuff yeah yeah and that's that's problematic you know what i went to uh what i love um every year is the white caps i don't know if you're a fan of soccer but uh the white caps throw like a pride themed game mm -hmm. and for the past two years me and my best friend have been going to those games and the the tickets are actually i don't know i don't look at white caps tickets on a general basis mm -hmm. but they were really cheap for the pride themed game but it was a regular soccer game it was regular but the but the nice thing about it was they had like pride themed things so for example they they gave you each a panel 
And when you put your panel up, the whole stadium turned into a rainbow. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was really fun. It's And they did pride themes, things like that, but still they're selling tickets for the game. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're not sitting there going, oh, you know, uh... Uh, let's let's capitalize on this and only have a game that's pride and market it to all these pride people. Mm-hmm, and say, mm-hmm. They're not doing that. They're saying, okay, we have a game, and to show our support, we're going to make it pride-themed. Well, that's really cool. I, I really like that. Now, they they do sell pride-themed jerseys. <laughs> um, <laughs> so maybe on the flip side, that's feeding into this corporate cynicism mm-hmm. thing. But they are, but the they're jerseys that the players wear as well. Like for Pride, they all wear these like Pride themed jerseys and and whatever. And I think that you know to an extent, showing your support in that way, like with the whole making the event themed, mm-hmm. Pride themed, mm-hmm. that's one way of showing your support of kind of partaking in the Pride celebration that happens in June, while also not trying to completely capitalize on the exactly the LGBTQ. Exactly. Celebration. <laughs> I mean, there's something to be said for just, you know, casual acceptance and mm-hmm. like casual interaction with the idea of pride and with, um, with the LGBTQ plus community, right? Um, just for an example, and I know it's not quite a corporate example, but my wife really likes the Baroness Von Sketch Show, mm. and I was watching it with her uh, the other day, and one sketch came on, and it was just like a really casual sketch that wasn't necessarily about the fact that it was two women but it was a casual representation of that kind of uh lesbian interaction oh i love that and i just felt like so joyful for the fact that it wasn't being played up as you know these are two lesbians it was being played up as you know the ridiculousness of of hooking up with someone on a dating app, like when you're face to face with someone, like oh god, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna find you on 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 Tinder and all of this, you know, they're right beside each other in a coffee shop, you know, they could make the date just by themselves, but that's like the idea the the idea behind the sketch was, you know, people have become so reliant on technology, but they instead of making it between a man and a woman, they just casually made it between two women, and that just felt so nice oh, I love to that. see that casual representation that's not played up for a laugh or played up for a cheap buck or like played up for a rainbow like that oh i completely agree (laughs) with you it's funny because i wrote a paper about a couple years ago about the sexualization of lesbians in media yeah and it's true though i mean think about any kind of i mean we're kind of digressing from the whole pride thing but like you know it's it's still in the theme so Mm. like (laughs) but think about it like how many shows have you watched where there's like a gay or a lesbian couple or whatever, and their whole struggle wasn't about them being gay. Like all mm-hmm. their problems in life weren't mm-hmm. about them being gay. Like I'm sorry, I, I I get it. You know what? You wanna represent us and the struggles we go through so that you know straight people can kind of understand that mm-hmm. and see that. I completely get that. But it's every single, it's ev- like it's every show. It's exactly. about it's about exactly. being gay. Like okay. There are other problems that gay people face. I'm sorry, but right. like <laughs> my sexuality isn't my only identity. Exactly. And it's not my only problem. It's like the least of my problems if I'm being completely honest. I've got 99 problems, my sexuality is not one. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Which isn't to say that other people don't have problems mm. and they shouldn't be highlighted. 
But as you say, like in a show where you have representation, it shouldn't be the only thing. Just not the only thing, right? Make them human. Don't make them a character yeah. caricature of their sexuality. And I do think we're getting there. I mm. think if you know what, we're on a hump right now where we're we're still fighting for LGBTQ rights mm-hmm. and we're still kind of um trying to progress in that way. Mm-hmm. So I, I get what they're going for. So I'm not, like, too upset about it. Mm-hmm. If, if in five, ten years, this it's still all about, like, oh, my God, struggles of being gay. We need to sit down and, and We're going to need to sit down and reevaluate. <laughs> <laughs> but back to Pride, that's almost why, like, like just to connect it a little mm-hmm. bit, that's almost why I can very lightly... No, you know what? I'm take that back. I can't forgive the cor- corporate cynicism. <laughs> yeah. But I see what they're going... Like, I see one side of what they're going for is oh we support this mm-hmm. and then but then they're they're going too far on the other side which is let how can we make money out of this exactly, exactly. so it's just find the balance you know what look at the white caps <laughs> <laughs> that's the moral of the story <laughs> dear corporations thank you for your rainbows please stop trying to sell us overpriced shit there we go exactly exactly because <laughs> you know I've even I. I've been thinking about this too. Like, for people who think that it's not going to be commercialized mm-hmm. or whatever, look what happened to Christmas. Okay, oh, I God. know Pride. It's not. It's not Christmas. It is to us or to <laughs> me at least. It's gay Christmas. <laughs> it's gay Christmas. But I get it. It's not like this. It's not wi- as widely celebrated mm-hmm. as Christmas is. But Christmas. This may be a fact to people listening because a lot of people don't know that it's actually like a christian catholic holiday i think it's yeah christian holiday Mm -hmm. yeah um people don't know that or or i mean i guess they know that but we forget that because it's all about give gifts give gifts bye 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 bye. exactly (laughs) and you know what i don't want pride i mean i don't think it will but if it keeps going in this direction, it's going to be like, oh, Pride, get your gay clothing today. Support the gays. Get your gay clothing. Get your gay everything. It's like, I don't you want know, it to turn into that. You know how you can support your gay friends? Just just be there for them. Absolutely. You know, if you see, if you see someone hassling someone, if you see or you hear someone using an inappropriate slur, just stand up and say something. Like, that's how you can support your gay friends, you know? Don't stand for bigoted language. Don't stand for transphobic language. You know, there's a lot of things that you can do without being, you know, a member of the LGBT community, without, you know, just waving some rainbow colors around that can help people who who do need the help. And the other thing, too, is don't pressure anybody to, okay, like... I know that we're progressing in society, Mm -hmm. but coming out or being out to your family, out to your friends is a very difficult thing. Oh, it is. It is. It's incredibly difficult and it's different for every person. Personally, if I could go back to my high school self, I would tell her to, you know, just be open about it. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. But I also get it back then. It's hard. It was hard for me to be open. So I understand why I wasn't. Mm -hmm. Um, One thing that a friend one time said to me before I was out to everybody and she hadn't like I wasn't out to her either. But Mm -hmm. people could kind of tell. So one thing she said was just no one cares. Just come out already. And 
I get it. We're being it's more progressive, you mm-hmm. know, more mm-hmm. inclusive now. It's more okay to be gay or lesbian or transgender or whatever mm-hmm. uh, you are. But that is someone's personal decision. It is. Somebody will come out when they're ready. Absolutely. If they even ever are ready. It's it's difficult. The most you can do uh, is just be supportive. Mm-hmm. Let mm-hmm. them know that you, yeah, you support them no matter what. But exactly. don't, don't pressure anybody because, especially if you don't understand what somebody's going through, mm. it's, it's difficult. And right? it's easy to... I'll give advice about someone's situation without knowing their situation. I mean, I lost friends when I came out. Yeah. Like, it was hard. Yeah. My family was very supportive. But, yeah, I lost friends. And um, that really hurt because it wasn't as though I had done anything personal to them. Like, nothing really changed except, you know, I said, you know, I like women. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. It's tough. Well, we got into a very deep conversation. We did. Sorry. <laughs> no, no. I I think it's great though. I think it's good to like bring awareness mm. to this this kind of thing. And you know what? It's Pride Month, so hear from the LGBTQ community. <laughs> right. Right. Listen to us. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I think I think we're ready to wrap it up. Mm. Uh, moral of the story: Go out, enjoy Pride. It's a great great time of the month whether mm. you're straight you're part of the lgbtq community it's a part it's a time for everybody to sort of celebrate yeah don't you know feed into the corporal cynicism that is yeah. happening or try not to i know it's hard i see those gay rainbow things in the windows all the time and all i want us to do is buy them guys we want our rainbow back but yeah leave the rainbow where it is <laughs> But yeah, and with that, we will conclude our podcast. This has been Peak Speaks Podcast, run by SFU's student newspaper, The Peak, uh, in collaboration with CJSF 90.1 FM Burnaby. Tune in in two weeks for our next episode. We post bi-weekly every Friday. And yeah, have an awesome day and a happy month. Happy Pride. (laughs)